Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska, and he is the Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Blackshirt. Jay, we have another win uh, for the Huskers to break down here, 20-7 to in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, nice win over a Big Ten West uh, division opponent. Um, so that's pretty big, um, especially when you're looking long-term uh, for this season, at least, and the projections for the bull bid, right? The, to right. get to six wins, reach that mark, and you qualify for a bull. That's something that hasn't happened around here since 2016 when Mike Riley was roaming the sidelines. So, um, but Jay, overall thoughts on the Illinois win? Um, pretty good uh, effort by the defense, obviously, holding the Illini to 21 yards rushing. Uh, another really solid effort, and the offense did enough um, in the first half and then kind of just held on in the second half. It wasn't the prettiest right. thing in the world, but a win is a win, right? Yeah, you know, look, it's it's been around here for you know prior staffs and and teams that we, we you know we've got we could get on do black shirt breakdowns after ugly losses. So I always say an ugly win is better than an ugly loss. And and you know what, you know that I call this game the either you know desperation game or keep your head above water game where you got two teams or you know same situation right you, you know desperate for a win, and sometimes that can lead to sloppy play. And then Illinois, who for whatever reason this year plays completely really a sloppy game so yeah. that can uh, that can make another team play sloppy but you know with all that being said Nebraska did everything or just or more than enough to win um you know the you know as much as like say like the Colorado game wasn't indicative of how close the game was 20 to 7 wasn't indicative of how close the game was in Nebraska's favor essentially saying you know what I mean is they could and should have blown the game wide open but ultimately they got on the plane with a victory a uh, hard-fought victory led by the defense, but special teams pitched in mm -hmm. and the offense pitched in. So when you think of complementary football, it wasn't a full game of complementary football. It was more segment, segmented uh, complementary football, uh, but ultimately it led to a W, and that's all that matters. Absolutely. So let's get right into these plays. Uh, we have five of them here, and then at the very end, we're going to just touch on the subject of the false starts that Nebraska had and Matt Rule's comments after the game about how uh, he wanted the officials to be more more harsh, I guess, or just catch what he thought Illinois was doing with their um, stemming, with their movement along the D-line um, right right before the snap and what, you know, disconcerting signals. I know Husker fans know that phrase all too well from the 2021 right. and uh, 2022 season. But, uh, Jay, first of all, let's let's go with this. I, I really wanted to add this one because I thought this was a very pretty play from the defense. Uh, it's in the second quarter, 544 left before halftime, third and six. Um, they load a lot of bodies on the line of scrimmage, and I thought, um, you know, it just works well here. This is a really good job by the defense. Yeah, I think even before we get into the play, I mean, you look at uh, Bullock here with the pre-snap communication. You know, we've yeah. talked about this a ton on on our black shirt breaks down, how that's important to a good defense, right? And you see be, even at the third level, I think you see Isaac Gifford, you know, with, with his pre-snap communication. So you talk about how to be effective on the road. And be able to adjust. I mean, even even Bullock there dropped his uh, mouth guard. Was able, to, <laughs> yeah. you know, I saw it in, in real time. I was like, man, this might not be a good omen. But yeah, you know, a sneaky thing right here when you're mugging up on a center right here, right? That's where a linebacker is covering the center, and mm -hmm. you can dictate the uh, protection, right? And so you're allowing guys to get more one on ones and allow guys to make plays. And and you had a little spy technique, and Bullock can run, right? And he's yeah. a good short tackler. You got a sack right there. But look at the execution mug up and he's not rushing so that means the center can't you know get attached to him but then it allows him to keep the vision and the also let's not forget 
it, the way that they're rushing here is dictating where the uh, quarterback can, can, you know, run out to. And also down at the bottom, you had Princewell here do a really good job on number 13, who might've been one of their uh, first options. Watch what he does right here and jacks up number 13, gets him out of the route, right? So well within five yards, but good conscious effort right here on one of their receivers. That's actually pretty good, right? On a, on a crossing route. That's what you want to yeah. do against man to man. Made Quentin Newsom's job really, really good. Uh, good inside move by Jamari Butler. And then he mm -hmm. can make that inside move, right? Because he knows uh, John Bullock there is for cleanup, you know? And so it was a good team sack. Obviously Bullock benefited from it, but it was a good call, good execution. Started with pre-snap communication. And then obviously the execution during the, during the play was, uh, was excellent as well. Yeah, and absolutely, and we're going to go to this uh, play right away here. Again, I think I think this is a really good um, game from the defensive line of of Nebraska. Now you look here with the with the uh, three true defensive linemen. So you have uh, Ty Robinson, Nash Hutmacher head up over the center, and then Jamari Butler, who's played more uh, defensive end um, earlier right. in the season. He started out as a jack linebacker, played a little bit inside linebacker, but now he's playing D end um, with his hand in the dirt. Um, Ty Robinson absolutely just blows this play up, right? Yeah, and sometimes you don't get in the stat sheet, you know, yeah. by doing this. But this is how you. This is what's called penetration and burping the 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 line, right? So that's a that's like a hockey assist, right? Mm -hmm. You know, where you get the you're the first guy to start. But look at the get off on the ball with Ty right here, right? Yeah. This is what he's capable of. Seventy eight can't even. I mean, he's seventy eight essentially made the tackle. Really good fill there by Nick. Um, and then obviously with Hartzog right here, who's also playing a little bit of safety, right? Yeah, smaller guy, but he's competitive. Come down and hit. And a good read right there. No false steps. There goes Nick. He's not overrunning the ball. Good job by uh, Isaac Gifford taking yeah. on the lineman and then keeping the right leverage, right? And look at the Phil guy right there with Hartzog. And then obviously you got the overlap with Nick. Really good job by Bullock there by setting the edge. And so that's all around a, uh, you know, win for the, the team and really good, you know, play started with Ty Robinson. And he saw a little flinch by 78. I was going to ask you what he was pointing at. Well, sometimes when you get in there, you can see guys move and you can't see it on the TV copy or in this copy okay. here, but still didn't stop Ty from doing what he, what he needed. Look at the center trying to block all the way back and look at this get off, yeah. right? He beats the, beats the center's block and, and uh, we used to call it chipping off 78, right? And that's what he's capable of. This play was made by Ty Robinson. Now, look, you had two guys get a, you know, assist and solo tackle, mm -hmm. but they owe uh, Ty Robinson, maybe a, uh, you know, maybe a free hamburger somewhere. So um, you know, it was, it, it, it's a good play and you want to see that from Ty. That's what he's capable of. And then even down here on the goal line. Right. And mm -hmm. you know, what's unique here, Steve, to get a little bit off of Mark is, you know, Jamari Butler, Chief Borders, MJ Sherman, MJ Sherman hasn't, but even Blaze Gunnerson, those three guys aren't your prototypical defensive end mm -hmm. or three technique, but Terrence Knighton, along with Tony White, and the defensive scheme and what they're asked to do eliminates that. And you saw that last year at Syracuse, right? Where you have mm -hmm. essentially two bigger defensive linemen. And you're looking here, it's Ty and Nash. And then I think that's Chiefs Borders in there. So you're, you're thinking, okay, well, how, how in the heck can they stop them on the goal line? Well, watch this execution right here. Look at the get off on the ball. This looks totally different than last year. And look how they get off the ball and hold, hold the ground and allow MJ Sherman and those guys to clog it up and, and uh, stop them on the goal line. I mean, yeah. th that's what you need right there, right? Look, look at the leverage and look at the the pad level here um, by MJ Sherman right here, getting in here and getting busy, right? Taking them on, 
knocks off kind of 66 by winning filling right there right looking mm-hmm. nick heinrich right there and then uh i think that's that right van poppel true freshman van, yeah van poppel the, who was actually in there came and made plays and then you have uh i think chief borders there on the on the on the tight end right yep and knock look how he knocks him back right yep and that's what you need right there you need the whole point i mean obviously it starts and stops with nash right he's got the hard job of uh dealing with the double team and i think that van poppel look at the get off though look van at the poppel squeeze through that he squeezes through that double right but that's mm-hmm. what he does but you know how you do that is having square pads and you win yeah. you win uh the, the the line of scrimmage by getting off on the ball and so when you look at that right there um if you go back one more time right look at van poppel right look at the get off look at look how he gets off right there and he beats the the right tackle right mm-hmm and he able to stay square, right? Probably has a good good stance, able to come off and made a tackle. That's a big play by a true freshman right there, along with the host of like Nick Heinrich and everybody else. So those three defensive linemen are one that won that play and was able to just snatch the momentum from Illinois in the in the game. And and wouldn't say the game was over, but this is this is like the equivalent of a special teams touchdown. This is a game changing play to, you know, because most likely you think you know, fourth and one. In power five, especially in the Big Ten, they're gonna the offense is gonna be able to get it in there. Oh yeah. Well, not once, but twice in this game, Nebraska was able to stop them on fourth and one. Um now I know that Illinois had lost some linemen and obviously Chase Brown, but ultimately Nebraska's gotten a little bit better at the defensive line. I think the scheme is matching up to the personnel. You have guys out there playing with good fundamentals, right? You know, Terrence Knighton probably is excited. I mean, for this. Look at the square pads. And getting off and playing with some hands, shedding block, and you're there to make a play. Your eyes are up too, right? So it was all around a really good play uh, for the defense, and it was a big, um, you know, pivotal moment uh, in this game because Illinois had essentially walked the ball down to the one yard line. Yeah, Jay. One thing I wanted to ask you was: so Riley Van Poppel, he was not an early enrollee. He's a true freshman. He got here in the summer. Uh, I think that's really impressive for him to come in in these short yardage uh, situations. He's part of that package on the, on the defensive front. What would that, what would a play like this in this moment, in this game is really important game for Nebraska do for a guy like Riley Van Poppel's mindset. What like yeah. just you played the game. What would that do for somebody like that? It should do wonders. I mean, first of all, it's the sixth game of the season. You're no longer a freshman because you're playing, you're not playing the yeah. four games. I'm sure he's going to play. I mean, I'm sure he's going to play in, in the rotation from here on out. Uh, it should boost his confidence. It, it, I mean, this is a – you're not expecting a freshman to be able to stand in there against a Big Ten offensive line, split a double team, and make a play at the goal line. First series of the of the game, right? But, you know, he's came in as a regular enrollee or late enrollee, and, and he's done a good job, uh, you know, at home, obviously, of, you know, staying big, big, fast, and strong. And then, yep. you know, he probably had good coaching in high school to where he's been able to play good technique. So it's allowing him to make a faster transition with Terrence Knighton into this defensive front. And so, you know, when you look at it, those three right there, you know, they, that's a, you, you like that look of that defensive line, right. And you got MJ mm-hmm. Sherman, chief borders out there that then you start throwing in a Jamari Butler, who has been outstanding this year. Um, now you're starting to see some depth there and, and then you can see some like pieces that you could possibly go recruit to. Uh, but for, for, for Van Poppel, that's an excellent play right there. 
Uh, moving on, we are going to go to uh, Heinrich Harburg's 25-yard uh, touchdown run. Now, I'm sorry for the viewers at home. If our box is up here in the top right, I cannot change that. So we are cutting off Heinrich Harburg's body here. But uh, what we really want to kind of look at is the line of scrimmage and the job that the O-line does here. Uh, the right side, I think, is blocking down, correct, Jay? And then uh, Ethan Piper yeah. um, uh, pulling around for this kind of QB power read also so uh just take us through this there's a lot of moving parts but in the end i think it's executed pretty well by the by the huskers here yeah i think illinois even though they have talented defensive line they they struggled against the run but also we talked about this this is a good play for heinrich harburg as far as the you know letting your athlete be an athlete Mm -hmm. and it's good job by this offensive line uh creating a essentially you know one you know a direct lane to the touchdown and so when you first of all look the offensive line has been much maligned so i'm gonna give them props right here yep um they created a little surge on the right side right and, and they, they get some movement here good block back and here comes ethan piper this is pancake city syrup yep. butter mm-hmm. uh if you like sprinkles on it chocolate whatever he's coming around right here it's good blocking down and he's looking up number 28 who was pretty active right and right here is Pancake City. I mean, he got on TV. Look, a good leverage, knocked him back. Not only knocked him back, knocked him down. Um, that's a highlight play for Ethan Piper right here, which blew open the hole for Heinrich Harburg to essentially walk into the end zone. And uh, it was a good mesh point because there had been some issues with mesh points with the yeah. him and Anthony Grant. So you you like to see that. And it's something they need to continue to improve. So the tight ends blocked well. You got Fedoni and Borkature. And uh, it was at uh, Nuri and... Uh, in uh, the right tackle there, uh, you uh, know, ben, they're Hart. All, ben Hart, Bryce Ben Hart. I couldn't tell if it was Teddy Prochaska or not, but they're doing all a good job. Look at this. I mean, good read, right? So that's even a So plus, he's reading right? that unblocked defender at the number yep. zero right there. Number reading number zero. And once he kind of takes Anthony Grant and shows his shoulders to go a little bit 45 degrees towards the Nebraska oh, yeah. sideline, he's out of there. And then is led by, look at that explosion there by Ethan Piper right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I mean, just watch this hit right here. <laughs> Look at this right here. Look at his head. Look at his shock right here. You know what I'm saying? Boom! Right here. I feel like Johnny. Look at that. He's just taking it right on the chin. Look mm-hmm. at that right there. Just knocked him back. I would have even liked it. Ethan Piper just to land on him and just yeah. mean mug him in there. But that's a great job by him. And Hyra Harbor is a pretty fast athlete. So, you know, the you know the rest is history. Absolutely. And I know uh, number three at the goal line, Illinois DB, he was, I looked it up 5'11", 180 pounds. It did not look like he wanted any part of Heinrich Harbor coming at that goal line. And he kind of held up a little bit, but still kind of needed help yeah. to get off yeah, the was, from the trainers. Yeah. He wouldn't, uh, yeah. He, 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 sometimes when you don't want to hit, you get hit, right? Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. So you just up there trying to show like you, you're actually trying to hit and you end up, you know, hurting your shoulder palm. He could, <laughs> Hey man, I don't mean to laugh. I no, I, laugh, I get but, it. But look at but look, go back right here and watch <laughs> watch his shoulder right here. Watch number three. This is funny though, right? Watch oh yeah. This. Watch this right here. He thinks like, yeah, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him. Well, watch his shoulder. It's dead. <laughs> yep. And he actually had to get helped off the yeah. helped off the field by trainers because he was holding his uh, right shoulder right on yeah. that play. So, uh, good play all around. Excellent pancake block by ethan piper he uh you know he's kind of been up and down this season but it seems like he's they they found something that they like with ethan piper and, and pulling he's pulled a lot this season um getting him on the move probably one of the uh offensive linemen that moves the best outside of maybe ben scott so um again uh jay this is another one i really wanted to add this one because it was a, a big moment second quarter uh 10 10 on the clock fourth and five conversion here 
from Heinrich Harburg and he just pulls out. He just, this is a Heinrich Harburg throw, man. He, he maneuvers uh, around in the pocket. He finds an angle with his arm that works and he slings this thing into Alex Bullock and, and Bullock comes down with the first down catch. Yeah. It's a crucial part of the game. It's only three, nothing Nebraska, you know, was trying to get on the board fourth and five. So, you know, with the wind conditions, you go for it. And they, number 28 there got good penetration, but uh, Heinrich Harburg here, listen, this is not, the coaching tape, but watch how he throws this thing <laughs> off of one foot. He looks like a ballerina. Watch this. I, I mean, it, but you know what? It's on. It's on the money, and in yeah. in the way that he throws it here is actually what you need to do to to fit it right. And the one good thing is eyes are up the field, and he you know he's out here just playing, and he's just out mm-hmm. here trying his hardest and uh, securing the ball. But look what the eyes right there. What he's doing right there. See that? Um, that's a unique uh, throwing motion. <laughs> but it's something that he's obviously done, but it's yeah. on target and on time. And look where the only guy that's going to catch it is Bullock, right? Yeah, absolutely. And let's get let's give Bullock credit as well, right? He yep. had the big drop against Colorado, I think, week mm-hmm. two. Yep. Um, and you know, look, he, he's came a long way, walk on, earned his scholarship, and 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 he's a earned the respect of the coaching staff. And this is a big catch right here. You know, when you go for it on fourth down, you 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 pushing your chips all in. And uh, it was never a doubt that they were going to go for it. And, and the, you know, obviously the weather and the, and the wind conditions dictated it. Mm-hmm. But a good big-time catch, big-time throw, tight coverage. And, uh, you know, he ran the route with enough depth uh, because he knew it was going to be fit in there to get the first down. So it's a huge play. And it, it doesn't have to look pretty, um, as we've seen. Uh, but as long as it gets the job done, you know, you get, you know, that's all that matters right now. And speaking of not looking pretty, those false starts. Uh, so I just grabbed three of them here, and you can tell if you watch uh, number 28. So he's a linebacker, the middle linebacker at Illinois. And it's going to be ve- a very, very subtle motion, but you can yell him barking out the instructions to the defensive front to when to stem and when to move. And this is this is something uh, Nebraska got popped, got, got called for a false start yeah. multiple times in the game. It was obviously on Matt Rule's mind at the postgame podium. He, I, I wouldn't say he took a shot at the officials, but he just said that he was disappointed in the officials for what he thought was some illegal activity from Illinois defense and stemming and, and, and trying to, you know, disconcerting signals is, is a phrase that's been uh, come, come up in college football the past few years. And I think Matt rule um, thought that Illinois shouldn't be doing what it was doing, but they did. And, and Nebraska got called for some false starts. So let's just, uh, Jay, before we get into this, let's just look at them right now. So right. yeah, right, right there. Uh, Teddy Rahasa got caught again for viewers at home. You're going to have to really, really um, watch closely yeah. here. Yeah. So they stem and they just like, it's a movement into a different gap or just a little yeah, different. I mean, the way that it goes, I mean, I've been a linebacker and you do it and you do stem. And the difference is with Luke Reimer, we're on the road, right? So I'll give the refs a little bit of uh, leeway that on the road, you can hear Luke Reimer a lot clearer than you can hear um, on the uh, 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 Illinois defender at home, supposedly mm-hmm. with the home crowd. But the way that they're stemming is that they're actually trying to. Now, the one for Donny, I don't know what he was thinking. They weren't even down set, right? But it, what they're doing is getting a – and you do this against offensive lines that are have shown the, the history of jumping off sides and then also maybe against a young offensive line. So w- this is a veteran offensive line, but they've jumped off sides. So when, if you go back to the second – or the first and second play, look look at the, the – especially the first play, right? Watch how they're moving. Watch the hands move, right? See, this is where it should have been a, a call. See that right there? Yeah. See how they're moving their hands? 
where you're when you stem you kind of slide when you do it because i said we stem guys over there and so they're trying to make jerky moves right there to get there so essentially they're simulating like they're coming off the ball and so the mm-hmm. rest missed these two the first two the last one i think uh fedoni was in the, in the pass route and was a probably a little bit uh too eager to get open um and so the rest and watch this one right here watch how they stem right see that yeah. right there number 88 um, keith right off yes and so you know, you, I mean, you know, as much as you want to, you know, it's on the rest, but then also you got to have, you know, guys lock in and mm-hmm. and and do it. But, you know, it it was a, it's something that Illinois was doing. See that right there? Yeah. Johnny standing. Newton, number four. Number four. Is the um, one who got Thomas to go. Right. And so what you're doing, see, watch, you can't, right there, you think he's coming, he's, he's moving. I mean, yeah. so, it, you know, and I'll actually, you know what, this third one is, is I could, if 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 Fedoni hadn't jumped so early, you know, he gone. Watch this. Mm. You know, so I mean, I guess, you know, the third one as well, I think, you know, you could say that you know, these guys are doing it in a, a legal way. It, this isn't the normal movement of a stem. And that's a, you know what, to be honest with you, it really is on the refs. And this is why Matt Rule was so yep, I guess hard on him. Refs watch tape too, mm-hmm. right? They have to. So I can almost guarantee you if you watch tape of Illinois. This is not how they stem to different fronts, okay. you know, and so and and so you have to have you have to be aware of it, and um, you know the, whoever's the crew that you know does the Illinois games, for, you know, in the future they're going to have to be aware of it as well because it it's it's I guess it's illegal and it should have been a penalty on them. Uh, when you do it three times and they're stemming, there's got to be something to it. It, it. It's 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 a direct reflection of doing it. It's not encroachment. Um, but it's it's simulating like you're into a uh, movement as far as an active play. And, uh, you know, they got Nebraska three times. Yeah, and that was something that Rule actually said. He, um, you know, called, I, I think he said he called the Big Ten office either before the game or after the game, something like that, to talk about this issue because he, I think he had seen it on film. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and just whatever happened happened in the game and the refs weren't calling it. They were letting Illinois do it, so – Whatever it is, it happened, but uh, Nebraska was the one that flew home with the win, 20-7. to seven. Um, right. Jay, good stuff as always. Uh, the the game time for uh, Northwestern, the next opponent, 2.30 p.m., um, two weeks from now in Lincoln, Nebraska. So, um, again, this, is, this road ahead for the Huskers looks pretty good. Um, uh, I guess good in the fact that, you know, it could be – a potential six win season, at least for, for the Huskers, There's a lot of winnable games um, upcoming on the schedule, but again, Nebraska has to do their job. There's, they're not right. just going to walk on the field and win a football game. Definitely not. So um, excellent stuff as always, Jay. Uh, so that is, that is the black shirt breakdown uh, Illinois style. I am Steve Mark. He is Jay Foreman and we'll catch you all guys later.